The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here. Another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got Tracy Garcia. She is a movement expert. And by the end of this podcast, I hope we all realize that all of us should be experts in movement because that's why we've been giving a physical body. It's designed to move. It is definitely designed to move. It is a, an integral piece of our health puzzle. Um, if you think about it, you know, if somebody was to break their arm or their leg, for those of you that have had a broken arm or a broken leg and you get that big cast put on and you can't move, right? You're immobile for a while. What happens to the, to the arm or the leg? It atrophies. It wastes away. The muscle tissue di disappears very quickly. I actually just saw this recently. My mother, who was 83 years old, um, uh, literally fell flat, flat on her face on a hardwood floor. And I got a phone call, like literally one of those calls, um, help me, you know, I've fallen. And she couldn't get up. And so, you know, I ran into the house and there she was with blood coming out of her head. And it's not fun um, to do that. So, the point was, is that, you know, she then laid in bed for two and a half, three weeks with, you know, a broken knee and all this stuff. And like just any movement at all was very painful. So she had lost muscle mass and gotten very weak. And now we're, we have begun the rehabilitation process. So that's why I had one to have Tracy on because she's got a really cool story about um, tragedy through triumph for her childhood. She'll get into all of that, but it just, it just goes to show us like, how important movement is and it doesn't really matter where you're at today it doesn't matter if you're you know you're super fit and um or if you are kind of a couch potato or you haven't moved much or just nobody really even talked to you maybe in your lifetime uh, maybe your school system or your parents maybe they weren't into moving and you know maybe your family's health is poor and you just weren't around that so you didn't know but if you all you have to do is look out into nature and what's going on in nature with ants and bees and deer and elk and and otters and beavers and all these things they're they're all moving everything's moving if you go under you know um under a rock and look there's there's bugs crawling around and earthworms in the ground are moving like it's all about movement if you look also into your body things are going on inside we're, we're basically made of atoms and electrons and stuff like that so there's things constant moving so it's movement is like foundational to our lives and it's very, very important. So I'm very excited to have Tracy on. Tracy, hey, thanks for being here today. Hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. So hey, excited. My, yeah, my pleasure. My pleasure. So where are you from? I am from Asbury Park, New Jersey. I have wandered through the state of New Jersey and north, central, now down at the shore, which is my favorite place to be. I had grown up um as a child in new jersey so i'm born bred and based in new jersey uh, i do like to travel i like to uh, travel to other states i have um friends across the country 
Uh, I've traveled into, into Europe, you know, but for the most part, I am based out of good old New Jersey. Okay. How young are you today? Today, I am 53 years young. Awesome. Very grateful because I feel so much younger than uh, my, even my 20s, even my 30s. A lot, of, a lot has changed since then. Yeah. And the trajectory is only uh, negative aging. Yeah, um, it's exciting, book. right? Yeah, it really is. I was on my surfboard today. Uh, yeah, it's just, just very, uh, very, a lot of gratitude for being with nature and the beach. Doesn't matter what season it is, but I'm always out in it. And that was not always the case. Um, yeah. New Jersey has a lot of bad imagery. Uh, and you think, well, you know, it's congestion, it's pollution. And yeah, it, it can be, but there are some really um, pivotal places that are full of nature. And it's not the Garden State for nothing because of farming. And like, um, like I was at a, uh, a arrow um, Ponicle uh, farm that I didn't even know about. That's less than 10 miles from my house. Uh, so you can just be wandering through this, this great state and not even realize that um, you're, you're here, which is awesome. Really is awesome. Yeah. There was, I was just thinking about um, a buddy of mine, uh, as a filmmaker and he did a 13 part series on the deserts of um of like of Oregon and the guy that had been living out in these deserts basically and spending his life's work that he followed around with the camera they just stopped in the middle of the highway and it was just like nothing but sagebrush and he's and he, he's like well let's go over here and he's like walking behind me he's like he goes what the hell are we going out here for it's nothing but sagebrush and then he said before too long there was a snake and then there was a bug and then there was a this little flower popping up and and he's and this guy went around and showed him all this stuff and he goes that it was just exploding with life sure. and it's just like there's these treasures all over the place if you just take the time to look and to find them now it's also really what i'm excited to have you on is like it's just a there's a kind of a common theme a lot of our guests are now in their 40s 50s 60s 70s and even 80s I've had some guests in their 80s, and they're all telling me that they feel better now today than they've ever felt. And a lot of them are saying, I'm better now than I was in my 20s. Honestly. Like literally people in their 60s and 70s. So it's like, how many people today out there in the working class in America and around the world actually feel like that? Yeah. Right? It's, it's a sad state of affairs because most of us don't. And we know that statistically. I mean, when you have over 80% of us that are overweight, obese, morbidly obese, Cancer's on the rise, diabetes is on the rise, COPD is on the rise, Alzheimer's and dementia is on the rise, blah, 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 blah. It's just like all this yeah. crap that's going on. And But then there's these, these lights, these lights that keep popping up. You're a light, and the light that you're creating in your own life is, is, is shining, and it's very attractive, um, just like moths to a, to a flame, but in a good way. And, and you're shedding light for other people to, to do the same. So- before we get into what you're doing today, I want to know, like, how did you get to what you're doing? And really talk about the the struggles that you had as a child growing up. And let, let's walk people through that in detail. 
Sure. Yeah. I, I was born uh, eight pounds, 13 ounces. Uh, I was 21 inches long, which I don't know if that's tall, short, what, what have you. But um, it, I had from just weeks old, um, doctors in the 70s, the typical treatment for pigeon toes was to put uh, shoes and bars uh, to position feet. Uh, so my mom had told me that for the most part, like at nighttime, I had to wear these, these shoes. And I don't believe, she didn't believe that it affected my walking, but I remember as a small child, three, four, like I have memories um, very early on where I felt as though I was walking on tissues. Like I had these um, like solid or some kind of um, uh, spongy type of pebbles like all underneath my feet as I was walking. And depending upon the temperature, I mean, we had a house. So this that, wasn't the actual unit that you were strapping on? You just felt this in your own feet? Well, yeah, fast forward three years. When I did stop wa walking, they said, oh, she's much better now. And, you know, I did not have... When I started walking, if this was a nighttime treatment that doctors in the 70s did for babies that were positioned with pigeon toes, where okay. the big toes were looking at each other versus oh, whoa. That's really rotation, where normally uh, babies have this plentiful um, openness of their hips, their feet, you know, they're just like molded pieces of clay, you know, where they can be right anywhere. So um, that was the prescription at the time. So I feel as though, um, you know, I never could explain why it felt like, depending upon temperature, I was very susceptible to feet, where when I walked, if it was cold and I didn't have shoes on, that my, my feet felt like they're walking over these spongy pebbles type of surface. Um, you know, fat, you know, it didn't develop, it didn't stop any or stunt my development in any way, but um, it just, I was very sensitive with my feet. Um, I played um, basketball and softball and I cheered and I, I was very active throughout my developing years, childhood, early teens. Um, it was awesome. You know, I had a lot, I mean, I was uncoordinated because I think my body just grew so quickly. Um, and it was like the puppy, the big puppy that couldn't like figure out how to coordinate their, their bodies because it just grew so fast. I'm five foot eight. Um, my, my mother's five foot 10. You know, I have a lot of um, tall genes in my family. Uh, so, but for the most part, you know, I was agile and I loved sports. I loved um, moving. I loved everything about it. Um, but fast forward to college, I did move. 
I sat, I didn't, I wasn't as active. You know, I was just always in a sedentary positioning and I was, you know, I thought something was wrong with me. Um, And I wish they taught in school that movement is mental health, it's physical health, it's everything to help this, your whole body try to um, get better at whatever it needs to do. But being sedentary is just not a good thing. Yeah, you'd Um, actually have better grades if, if, you know, you moved your body. Exactly. It was a struggle. I mean, I was, uh, when I was moving now to think, now that I think of it, you know, I was an A plus B student, but in college B's were like challenging. So you might be onto something, Tim. <laughs> what, what, so what happened with the soft pebble thing in your feet? Well, that, what um, was that? that fast forward, um, I believe now that I have educated myself and I truly am a fascia, fascia, fascia person, the fascia in my feet um, was more collagen-like versus elastin-like. You have two different types of components of fascia that make up this matrix of uh, protection and support from skin to bone in your body, all over your body. Um, it gives us our, our dimensions. So we're not flat Stanleys that we, we have volume to our bodies. And I believe at an earlier age, especially at nighttime, when your body is trying to repair and renew and rejuvenate, um, my feet were just plastered in, in shoes all the time from a very young age, especially at nighttime and shoes. I, I believe, you know, I, wouldn't put shoes on even a baby. I think it's really important for proprioception and balance and the baby trying to figure out how to develop walking in a healthy way, not to put shoes on uh, feet. But, you know, shoes were very instrumental in, you know, you went to the Buster Brown shoe, you know, first, you know, before you even went into kindergarten, you had to have special shoes and, you know, it wasn't like, um, or I think our culture uh, today is, is, is changed. I think the culture back then, it was shoes, you need that support. Um, I think our culture for all, it's very interesting culture today for older um, people, um, you need to have shoes, don't go out without shoes. Uh, shoes are like our mainstay of the need to support our bodies. When we have this biointelligence in our feet into our arches of our feet are rooted in our grounding, these mechanisms that are so brilliant to help support spaces. And if you have spaces and healthy arches, and we have three arches in our feet, not just one, um, to help the spaces and that continuum up the, the ankle joints, the knee joints, the hip joints, even our diaphragm, it has a space in that joint. Um, you know, the top roof of our mouth, our head, you know, we need that space throughout. So if our feet are very rigid, um, and as a, a structural integrator, you know, cause I use a lot of my hands on in my work, 
I can tell right away from touching a foot. Like I usually start at the feet. I, I just do either that or the back of the skull because our fascia or this connective tissue, all, all of those lines kind of meet up in the bottoms of their feet and in the back of the skull. So you can tell a lot what, what is going on in the body. So I, I feel that the, 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 these globs of tissue that I was on, it was my, my fascia was not able to be free. <laughs> it wasn't able to be um, experienced like it, it should have been. I mean, now a lot has changed and our feet are constantly be, be, being remodeled until, you know, the day we die, you know, our, you know, people that have hammer toes and bunions and all that's jazz, they don't have to be that to be their sentence. Um, our, the way that we challenge our movements and our, the way we stand, um, are constantly remodeled. That's what fascia does. It's an adaptable textile absorbing um, entity that helps us rebound and have resilience for, throughout our life. Yeah, that makes sense. So you were kind of like Forrest Grump, Gump as a girl. You had those shackles on yes. at night. I'm sure there was some psychological <laughs> stuff going on there too. Like, why do I have to put these things on? They're uncomfortable. Like, I don't like this. What's wrong with me? So there could be some emotional stuff there too. But what we'll do is, hey, we'll take, Tracy, we'll take a quick break. We'll wrap up on that. And then we'll get more into some of the movement issues you were seeing today with clients. We'll be right back. Turmeric has been used for thousands of years all across India and Southeast Asia and is one of the best anti-inflammatory compounds on earth. Now you can get these incredible benefits with the new chemical-free body Turmeric 100 liquid drops. This ethically sourced breakthrough solution helps against inflammation and pain. Turmeric 100 is made with the same chemical-free body promise. No stimulants, 100% organic, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I'm back with my guest, Tracy Garcia. She's a movement expert over at the movementinstitute.net. Um, Tracy, we were just, I wanted to finish up on, you know, I just mentioned at the first break there about, you know, you're kind of like Forrest Grump. You grew up with all these shackles on your legs and stuff. And you were thinking maybe that because of those shackles, they're trying to help your pigeon toe deal when you were a kid that it affected your fascia and that's why you had all these nerve bundles um you felt like these squishy nerve bundle pebble things in the bottom of your feet which was kind of weird and it, it is it is kind of it you know when you think about we were talking about shoes too like shoes in general are you know i mean i grew up with them and you know it's like get a pair of nikes and that was like a big deal and you know all this stuff and michael jordan's wearing these shoes and and so shoes have become a big thing but you're right. People are starting to recognize like there's shoe stores that are specifically made for. So people are actually, you go in and you get them fitted. Uh, there's running places where you go. Like when my, when I ran a marathon, you don't just like go get a pair of shoes. You actually go get fitted. You get the right types of shoes for how your body's made. And so, cause you're going to be running a long ways. And if you have a shoe that doesn't fit with your body so much, you can cause injuries actually. Right. And cause um, stuff to go wrong, especially when you're running those long distances. So but the funny thing is, is like, we're not supposed to have shoes. Honestly. I mean, we're, we're designed not to have shoes. I'm not wearing shoes right now. My, my feet are actually on an acupressure foot insole things that I throw down there. They're actually metal ones. 
And, um, and I, either that or on a grounding mat, I try to wear go barefoot as much as possible. There's actually, a, you know, those nerve bundles are there for a reason. Uh, you're, you're getting stimulation from them is one thing. Um, and it's all connected to your entire nervous system. Um, there's, there's something about, it just feels better. Like when people, they go to the beach, they take their shoes off. People love it. Like they just freaking love it. And everybody knows that it's a more natural thing to do. But when you shackle your feet with shoes all the time, um, you're creating a kind of an odd environment. It's not natural, but you know, good luck saying that. Like if you're walking downtown New Jersey, you probably don't want to be barefoot. You might step in something or step on a nail or something like that. And, but, and we haven't built up the calluses. Like the people, indigenous people that have never had shoes, they have basically, they have shoes. They have built in soles, like thicker soles that are used to, uh, they, they run around no problem. And people don't understand that. It's like, yeah, if you never had shoes, your feet would be thicker and tougher on the bottom, but you'd still be able to feel things, right? It would, it would be a different, a different, different deal. So what ended up happening? Like how long did, did it take for you to get those? like those bundles figured out so they weren't bothering you anymore? I, I think just, just with movement, I just think with being uh, young and agile and always at play and outside, you know, we were not allowed to go in the house until five o'clock or until dinner hour. So we were constantly on the go, uh, which is maybe a different scenario. Uh, uh, this this time in this day and age i they don't call the soles of our feet for nothing um those souls are meant to absorb force and i think just with anything else like runners or think people that use their feet or on their feet a lot the things that um break down or like a like a, like a sponge that might be dried up um, to your, our feet to absorb. Um, it can take that force, but it has to uh, allow the same things that, okay, let me, let me back up. The same things that allow our forces of our feet to be dehydrated are the same things that help dehydrate the feet back again. So um, who doesn't like a foot rub? Who doesn't like touching their feet? Who doesn't, I mean, it's very important to that you're grounding that, you know, to help the things that suck the life out of our feet are the same things to put those ingredients back into the, into the, um, our souls back or the, the tissue back to, be the way that it needs to be. Um, it's very important to take care of your feet. And I think because of the nerve endings being so connected all the way up the line, it's so um, important to take care of our feet and we just don't. And our hands too, like our hands are one third of our proprioceptive sense or our balance sense are in our hands and we are on our phones, we're typing, keyboarding, but we don't do the things to help the tissue become back to resiliency. Um, you know, I use uh, bowls and uh, 
uh, things that are going to like touch heat vibration. Those are the things that help rehydrate the dehydrated tissue. And people don't think that people think, oh, well, if I'm just going to lift, if I'm just lifting weights, everything will be okay. Uh, even lifting weights, repetitive patterning, get us into dehydration modes. Our fascia is different textiles and, and textures, and it, it becomes very um, a different property when we overuse different things. But if we give it different vibrational frequencies, if we give it um, different um, physiological functions and different types of movements um, and, and different stimuli, and that's what will help us repair and make us back to where we can do it again. And we forget that really important step from athletes especially to people that are rehabbing from strokes, to people that have um, developmental issues and delays and everyone in between, um, we need to take care of this tissue. It needs to be part of our exercise regimen, if you will, or a movement regimen that helps us structurally stay sound, where the, the, this fluid flow is constantly moving, not just in one direction, but in all different directions. Uh, it's really this continuation of matrix uh, that deep, deep layers, these layers have deep volumes of fluid that are moving and sliding and slithering all throughout. And if we're just constantly going in one direction and we're not working in, in other multiple facets of our movement potential, we the, the tissues are so smart that they're like, oh, well, she just wants to move in this direction. And then we get stuck. And then the fluid only knows to flow into that direction. It's, um, I think, our ability to try different things are so essential to our living. And I think as we're aging, and that's why I think what allows me to feel negative aging is I'm always trying different things to keep moving. I might have my favorite things that I do like, but, and I'm a creature of habit. However, to force yourself into trying new things is very, um, very, very important. It's it, well, let's, yeah, I want to, I, I want to clear this up a little bit because a lot of people aren't aware. It's like, if you're looking at the human body and let's say you haven't moved much or you're having difficulty moving, maybe you have arthritis or, you know, whatever, maybe it's, um, uh, fibromyalgia, uh, maybe you have an injury that's bugging you. Uh, like fascia is so important to understand. It's like, a lot of people aren't aware of this. Fascia is actually the largest organ in the body. It's not the skin. Absolutely. It's, actually, it's actually the fascia. So if you have something that is the number one organ in the body, and it provides, it's a tissue, it's interconnected tissues that provide the internal structure of the body. And fascia has nerves. 
um, that make it. It's, it's almost as sensitive as our skin. So it's like an internal skin that's woven throughout everything. And it'll tighten up when you get stressed. This is why another reason we talked about all the time is like you cannot heal if you're in stress mode, right? I don't think I've ever talked about this before in regards to fascia, but the, you know, not only when you're stressed does it shut down your organ systems and you, you know, you're stimulating adrenal fatigue and cortisol levels being blown out, all this other stuff, you're actually tightening up your fascia, which has nerves in it. Right. And it's going to bind, it's literally going to bind you up as a person. So when somebody's frightened, what do they do? They tense up. Right. Well, when you're tensing up, it's not just your muscles, it's the fascia. It's also tightening up in there. And it's like, and like Tracy said, the fascia is, um, it, it's actually made up of multiple, multiple layers of not just tissue, but liquid. And there's actually a name for this liquid. I can never pronounce it. It's a uh, hot. It's H-Y-A-L-U-R-O-N-A-N. How do you say it? Hyaluronic acids? Or what, well, they- it's hyaluronin. Hyaluronin. It's, and it's, 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 it's this, 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 that's a, it's a liquid and stuff like that. So what she's talking about when you're talking about liquid flowing, um, a lot of people, I never grasped that in the, in the beginning, but think about the fascia, not just as tissue, but as liquid channels of this, of this liquid, this higher, hyaluronin moving throughout your body what she was talking about is getting stuck if you just doing repetitive movements this is why all different types of movement is um, necessary and this is one of the reasons why i became a yin yoga instructor because yin yoga is specifically designed to work on lengthening and strengthening the fascia and getting the river of this hyaluronin uh, liquid moving throughout the fascia and it's it's literally like anti-aging medication like Honestly. the be- it's like one of the best ways to become anti-aging because what you were talking about earlier tracy was like you know when babies are born they're like clay they can just kind of move all over the place and stuff like that and then as we age from lack of movement because if you don't use it you lose it people stiffen up stiffen up tighten up they're stressed out lives they're tightening up the fascia they're tightening up their muscles the hydroluron on ass or uh, uh liquid stops moving so much and then people can't move and then when they that's when old people, they fall very easily because they're not pliable anymore. They're like an old brittle stick. They're not like a, a tree that's alive, that even though that tree is strong as hell, like maybe like the, like the stick, but it's, it's also got a lot of uh, liquid in, in the trunk of the tree and in the branches. So when, when a big wind hits it, it can move with it, but it still stays strong. You can't push the darn thing over, but it's flexible, right, because of the liquid in it. But once that tree dies, it becomes very hard, eventually brittle, and then a wind could hit it and things start snapping. And this is what's happening to people. Your, your muscles and your fascia and everything, ligaments and tendons start snapping because of dehydration from lack of movement. So think about this as a different concept. It's not just drinking water to hydrate. You have to move. You have to move to, to hydrate the interconnections of these tissues and to get these, keep these liquids, these rivers, these multiple multifaceted rivers flowing through your body so hydration is not just drinking liquids it's definitely movement hydration is synonymous with movement in the body so go ahead and and as we're aging uh we are you know we have good cholesterol and even though it's good cholesterol it it kind of makes a barrier around our cellular membranes so the h2o molecules they get bigger 
and they can't permeate to the cells to give them that nutrition without. And so heat vibration, direct pressure point, moving that touch tactile uh, sensory gets the molecules deep to do its job. 28,000 times a day, we breathe and our diaphragm is in this protective fascia tissue. However, if the diaphragm is not working, we're not using breath and movement and getting the, the diaphragm to uh, neuro, neuro, neurologically understand where our heaviest centers of gravity are, then the diaphragm gets stuck in the upper thoracic area or the upper portion of your shoulders. So what I see in my practice is a lot of the, the nervous system can't figure out where the pelvic floor is. It can't figure out where the, pel the hips are. So then the nervous system goes into fight or flight. The nervous system can't figure out, it can only stay upstairs and can't get downstairs. So that becomes even more of an anxious situation for, it, for, adult, for adults to not want to do new things, not want to explore new ways of movement moving in the same patterning because now they're having challenging um, ways of just standing, just feeling stability. You know, it's always stability over mobility. So we want, so move, move, move. But if you don't have stability happening where your diaphragm understands how to work your, your pelvic floor, um, nothing else matters. Your, your, ner your nervous system is going to protect you and your fascia system, working with the nervous system is going to stiffen you so you don't move because that's the name of the game is protection, protection, protection. Um, and even though you might be doing things, oh, I'm moving, are, are uh, your networking or your, and and you're compensating. We don't just stop moving. We just compensate in our ways of moving um, where our shoulders are doing the brunt work. Um, it's just interesting how like one shoulder becomes hiked, one shoulder becomes more forward in front of the other, the head carriage changes, and then we're stiffening in the, in the upstairs department. And it can't do both. It can't be a, a stability um, area as well as a, a motion, a mobility area. It gets one or the other. Um, so it's and, your body's, your body's basically stuck. I, this is bringing me back to when I, you know, uh, there's a guy, his name's Carl Jackson. He's a, a, been a rolfer for like 30 years. So rolfing was a technique developed for those of you that have, are just tuning in new are not familiar, have not listened to me talk about rolfing. Um, the first time I heard about rolfing, I was like, sound like somebody was throwing up i didn't even know what they were talking about <laughs> but it, is, it was a technique developed by a gal named ida rolf so they called it rolfing because her last name was rolf so that's where it comes from so hopefully it'll sink in but it's just like some deep tissue deep fascia uh work to break up fascia and to get the 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 not just the fluid working but the energy the energetics of the of the body to work again and what this guy would do and he's like walk away from me really slowly walk towards me and he was looking at my gait he was looking at my hips he was looking at my 
he was looking at everything and they'd be like, oh yeah, I see. And then lay back down and then he'd work on me and then he'd go walk away from me, walk towards me. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. And so he was, he was examining the way that the way the body should be walking, the way the gait should be. And then he could see where the problems were. And then he would address them through his body work. Cause he knew what he was doing. He was, he was a pro at this stuff. And you know, a third of the time, it didn't feel like he was doing anything to me. A third of the time, it felt like a massage. And a third of the time, it was extremely painful, extremely painful work that he was doing on me. But when he would get done, it was like, it was like new me. I was like, it was amazing. Like I, I, this, this gentleman, literally, I was to the point I was into health back then. Um, not as much as I am now, but I was still on that path. I was really interested and open-minded. I thought I was going to have to get knee surgery on my left knee because it was just, I mean, I was like 20 again, all over my whole body with my new found health regiments and all this stuff. But my left knee felt like it was 80 years old. I couldn't do certain yoga poses with it that I could very easily do with my right one. About after six to eight treatments with him, I was 98% back. My, my left leg was like 21 years old again. And it was just all this fascia and stuff that had gotten all bound up inside of me. I can't impart to you guys how important what we're talking about here and what Tracy is sharing with you is because these are some of the things that are just these, these, they shouldn't be hidden secrets, but it's like, it's, it's just, it's common sense, but nobody's educating us on it. But once you, hopefully you're getting this tonight, it's like, wow, I have this, the largest organ in my body is not the skin. It's actually the fascia. The fascia is an interconnected system throughout all my muscle tissue and ligaments all everywhere. And it not only is it carrying, is it, is it a structure and holding my structure, but it's carrying a river of fluid throughout me. That's going to help me move and stuff like that. And it's also carrying electric. So Tracy, we're going to take another break and the rest of the health heroes listening out there. When we get back, we'll further the constant, the conversation about the importance of fascia movement, your feet and hands and everything else in between. We'll be right back. The average person today is carrying around 6 to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material and mucoid plaque in the small and large intestine. That's gross, but worse, it's super unhealthy. That is why we created Gut Detox Formula. This ancient 1,000-year-old formula from India gently micro-cleanses the intestines, removing all of that funk and gunk and junk that is destroying your health while leaving your good bacteria behind, which is part of your immune system. And there is no diarrhea like most gut detox products, and it's made with the same chemical-free body promise, no stimulants, 100% nature, and always made in the USA. Get yours today at chemicalfreebody.com. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here. I am back with my guest, Tracy Garcia. We're talking everything about movement. Specifically, we're focusing in on fascia today. And I guess the sub headlines would be, you know, uh, the feet and the hands, um, full of nerve bundles and all kinds of cool stuff and everything in between our organ systems, our nervous system, our lymphatic system, neural system. It, it's like our body is an interconnected system. It's not just, you know, a, some compartmentalized deal like, oh, I got this one little problem over here. If you have a problem over here, it could be actually stemming from another process or um, part of your body that you're not even aware of. I've seen this happen many times when people work on my body. I think, well, my problem's in my foot, but it wasn't, it was in my hip. It's just like weird. You, you know, you don't understand this because it's a different way of thinking. So I really appreciate you sharing your, your story and stuff about, uh, you know, I, how the fascia as a child was kind of screwed up with you because there's so many people today 
a lot of the reasons like you're not feeling well and you don't feel like moving energetically and you're in pain physically is because you haven't learned about fascia. You haven't learned about what it is and how important it is and how important it is to get it moving and to get that river of, of um, liquid that comes along with it to, to move as well. Right. So <clears throat> Tracy, what have you seen? Like what, what, what clients are coming to see you, what kind of problems are they having? Well, wherever they tell me they have pain, that usually is just the victim. You know, I like to check out what the culprit of the situation is uh, and always the pathway of least resistance um, is what the game plan of the nervous system is. The, the, the nervous system wants to go up the pathway that it's uh, clear and wide and open, but sometimes those pathways are not the favorable pathways anatomically or what is uh, structurally sound in the body. I will always, um, when, a, when a typical client comes to me, um, the, the, where they have the pain is usually the last place where I go to the pain. Um, and it's quite interesting how they'll say, wow, I didn't even know that hurt, you know, going yeah. so far away. So indirect is always better than direct. And, and because of these fascia lines are so vast and regionalized that it's, um, it's like a tensional bridge where you have two ends holding each other up. But, you know, what's going on in the center and is that vibration on that pathway being found? So uh, just the other day, someone came to me with shoulder, shoulder. So I was doing some muscle testing and I want to know like when the, if they feel engagement into the belly, it's just this natural reflex in our rooted core line our rooted core line is like a cord apple from the inside of the foot feet into the inside of the legs all the way up to the the inside of the hips um that covers our diaphragm um and throat and eat up to the skull so in that muscle testing it's like no, 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 I don't feel any engagement. So I like to get reflexes back online. And, and once I get those reflexes back online, then the areas where they were having problems, they're a lot more flavorful to release. The tissues are only holding up that entity when they it has to have a trust factor going back into the right pathway first. Before you can release something, you have to give it another real solution to embrace a better structurally sound way. And, and that's when, that's what I, 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 lo I love to do is just exploring through um, someone how to, get the right pathway working to have the other area where they're inflicted with pain to be a distant memory. Um, you know, I've been in this practice since uh, doing this since uh, 2006. So I might not see 
some, some clients for a really long time. And it's always refreshing to me, you know, it might be eight, 10 years later when they come to me saying, do you remember me? And, you know, cause I like to give self-care. I like to give self-treatment where they're walking out the door and they have a game plan um, and keeping those pathways open to keeping their fascia hydrated, pathways open, working on neurological stability. And of course, eating healthy, eating basic <laughs> healthy foods um, like plants and um, just nothing that's processed. So that also our fascia takes in um, chemicals. And that's not a good thing. So yeah, they might have gone off the wagon or, you know, and then they notice that their tissues are not so happy anymore and it clogs up the system and, you know, it's trying to reorganize a dysfunctional um, system that really knows the way, but it, it just needs a little redirection. Everyone has it. Everyone needs that little extra push to, to keep them, um, to, to keep them on the road, <laughs> to keep them on the road to where they can just keep on exploring and enjoying life and having a quality of living more importantly. Awesome. Yeah. A lot of people, I, you know, it's just really important to me that the, the listeners on this episode understand you, you brought up a, one of the most important points, which is self-care. And so many people are like, okay, my back hurts. I'm going to go see the chiropractor adjust me. And then I go back to my life. You know, a lot of the times the chiropractor, if they're good, they're going to be like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. The percentage of people that actually do this, this, and this is very low. They're like, oh, I don't have time. I'm too busy. It seems complicated. I don't have time to learn it. And it's like, dude, we're talking about your set. You're talking about yourself. It's like, what's more important than you? Living life to its fullest. Here's the thing is like anytime you invest in yourself, period, at any level, you're going to get a six to 10 times return on that investment. And it's like, yes, you want to have a chiropractor. You want to see them, you know, eventually you'll see them in the beginning and then less and less than every week or every two weeks for maintenance. You'll see somebody like Tracy. I believe that if people have the time, the money, they should, or the, especially the, they can go get, or they can do a trade or whatever. They get somebody, you should have getting body work every week. You should have some human touch happening especially if it's not happening uh if you if you're maybe you're single or if you're in a relationship that's not working maybe that might be a good thing to do with your partner um but it's like that self-care it's like so the big thing here is like when, when you're done listening to this like get involved in yourself use your hands to start taking care of yourself like i have um i have a routine that i'll do like I've got some really high quality uh, uh, magnesium kind of a, like a salve lotion type thing. And I'll set on this new thing that I have. It's called an in harmony uh, meditation cushion. I had, I had the guy on not too long ago, Craig Goldberg things amazing. And I'll sit there and I play this music and it's putting vibrational frequency throughout my body. And what am I doing? I'm waking up that fascia. I'm, I'm, I'm opening up um, those rivers, those channels and moving Right. I'm moving that uh, higher alloran and um, uh, uh, liquid throughout my body. That's that's what I'm doing. Right. So and I sit there and I'm and I'm putting magnesium on my body 
sore muscles, maybe my elbows. I get a lot of uh, tendonitis in my elbows because of a lot of rock climbing and uh, jujitsu that I started doing. I'm just using using my hands and arms and stuff on the farm, thinking around, working, whatever, playing. And so I'm doing self-care. I rub it on my neck, my back, everywhere I'm sore. And then I sit there. So I'm actually, uh, when I sit in the sauna, um, I'll, I, you saw me while I was working, while we're talking today, I'm stretching. I'm stretching. I'm always like stretching. I'm stretching my back. I'm, I'm trying to keep moving, even though I'm setting. You see me kind of squirming around a little bit. I am always constantly, I've, I've been training myself to keep moving and keep, it's not just like lifting heavy weights. It's like, it's doing these little micro movements and keep moving. And then I'll take my thumbs and I'll like wring a thumb out like I'm milking a cow. And then I switch hands. I do this in the sauna every, every morning. And then I do each finger and then I'm moving my toes and I'm squeezing my toes. I saw it um, like these uh, Tibetan uh, monks. They, you know, they're Shaolin monks or whatever. They, they can do all the karate stuff, but they also, uh, they have a, a yoga stretching practice that they do. That's just as important. And they'll sit there and twist their ankles and move their feet around. And they, they're working on their own body, right? They're working on their own body. And the monks that are saying that the masters that say that the masters that only do the karate lose their power in their 60s and 70s. But the masters that do the karate and they do this fascia work, this yoga type fascia work all every day, they never lose their power. So we're talking about a guy that's 100 years old that could take an NFL po- football player and eat his lunch, like literally, because they understand the movements of the body so much. They've studied that. These, they're, they're just like superheroes, like, and they're very flexible and they're very pliable. So that's what I wanted for you listeners today is I want you to get this message from Tracy. She's 53 years old. She looks great. She's moving great. She's helping a lot of other people. Um, and it, movement is very important. Your fascia is something to look into. Um, hopefully you got enough uh, in it today. It's like, at least we inspired you to like, wow, I need to pay attention to my fascia. It's the largest organ of my body. And it's responsible for a lot. I want to get the river of that that liquid in the fascia moving. I want to get my fascia um, taken care of because if I take care of it, it's going to take care of me. It's anti-aging medicine is what Tracy and I are talking to you about today. Like this is anti-aging like you cannot believe. Youthfulness, it's injury prevention. Um, it's just uh, the ability to have inspiration to go out. And here's the difference. Okay, maybe this will hit home. Your family member comes up to you and says, I want to go do this with you and you love them so much and you would love nothing more to go do with them. And then you do an internal check and you're like, I can't do that. I can't do that physically. I can't do that. You are weakened physically and then it weakens you emotionally and you feel bad about it and you feel like you're letting them down and you feel bad. You're letting yourself down because you can't participate with that family member. Well, the difference is, is like if you take care of your fascia, there's going to be a lot less of those instances happening. Now, maybe if your grandson wants to go, you know, climb uh, Mount Kilimanjaro and you're 82, maybe that's not the thing for you. But there are some people that 82 that can, you know. In fact, I just saw, uh, I was just watching a couple of days ago, Wim Hof. He was like, he just, I think he just climbed Kilimanjaro or something. And he did it in like a t-shirt. <laughs> like this guy's like, he's crazy. So he, uh, the guy's in his, like his 60s, you know. So it's like, like the human body is pretty amazing, but learning the self-care is so important. So, Tracy, I really wanted to uh, thank you for coming on today. Was there anything else that you'd like to say in closing? Yeah, I know that there you can also irritate your fascia, like doing it the wrong way, like ironing a T-shirt might not be what those fibers want. 
but it's just really about compression and movement. It's more about like wringing out like what you're talking about with your fingers around, like twisting the flesh around the bone and compression and movement, like a sheer force is much better than um, irritating those fibers. Because when you're in pain, uh, you don't know what to do and you can inflict um, more injury if you don't slow down, um, meet the barriers, uh, less is more, breathe while you are having, you don't want to go, you don't want to freak out the nervous system where you're putting so much pain into it, where the nervous system shuts off shop to where it becomes more of a barrier. You want to meet it where to say, Hey, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, you wouldn't just, like if a new neighbor came in and moved next door to you, you wouldn't just go, you know, just jump in their pool. You would knock on the door. You would give them an apple pie. Be like, hey, how you doing? They invite you over a second time. Maybe by the third time you get into the pool. But you would be a, It'd be a gluten-free apple pie. Just clarify. Absolutely. Non-sprayed uh, apples. No, no sprayed apples. I, I use that as an analogy, but it's, <laughs> uh, it's just really important to understand how to give hydration to this tissue in a, in a safe way uh, where you're not using hard things to get into soft tissue. You know, you want to keep it soft. Uh, back in the day, I used to use things that were very heavy, very hard, PVC piping, you know, like crazy. And you let you can do more damage to your tissue if you're doing things with dense um, entities and tools. You want to pick out tools that are soft, similar to how you want your tissue to stay soft and resilient as we're aging versus stiff and um, uh, as a board. Yeah. Well, guys, I hope you check out. Uh, uh, thanks. Thanks so much, Tracy, for coming on. And uh, it's, just, it's just me, it's really important that people understand this stuff, like because it's like it's about their own body we're talking about here. And it could be a root cause of a lot of their issues going on, just not feeling like what they should. That's why I love doing yin yoga. And Tracy, I, I didn't even bring it up, but like she has so many like designations and so many things that she does. She's a movement therapist, licensed, a somatic educator. She does massage therapy, lymphatic drainage, clinical Thai body work, prenatal therapy. So yeah. guided, guided meditations. Um, she helps people with yoga, core strengthening, dealing with, you know, source and movement. And there's a, another uh, thing called melt. And she does live streams and YouTubes. And she also has stuff in house that she does. And she has a, a shop tab where there, you can get some like mechanical type equipment to help move your fascia and, 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 and get things moving. And so I think you should check her out. She's over at movementinstitute.net. That's movementinstitute.net. I'll put that in the show notes. And um, I just want to also thank the listeners out there for, um, again, for listening. I really, I just, I love so much love for you guys that are out there. You, you take, you take an hour out of your day to listen to myself and the guests to come on um, and for us to, you know, give everything we have and you can get a download from it. And maybe get inspired and go take action on it. And that that transforms your life in some way. It's like, to me, it's like, it's just like, it's a very sacred thing that's happening. So the, the investment in time that you're taking to listen to the show is like, uh, I, I do take it very, very seriously. I'm very appreciative of it. And I always want to give you guys um, a lot of good information. 
that's actionable, that's actual real world results where myself or somebody else, like our guest here, Tracy today, has actually totally transformed her health. You know, and you guys have seen this over and over and over again. I have these people on that have like totally transformed their health and they're like, I can't believe how good I feel today. Um, and that's what I want for you. So a lot of love to you guys is always here. And um, if you ever need any help from any of us, uh, you can always reach out at support at chemicalfreebody.com. That's support at chemicalfreebody.com. And I'm not just talking about like, hey, Tim, how do we take your products or what does this one work? Or, you know, I'm dealing with this or that. But, you know, I, I've, I've mentioned this before. We've actually, we get it two or three, sometimes four uh, people with our outreach now that are that, that reach out and, you know, are actually thinking about talking about suicide and stuff like that. And like, I will drop everything to talk to those folks. So I don't know if it's something like, I've wanted to become like a suicide hotline or something, but you know, a couple times a month, ain't no big deal. I'm happy to hop on and, um, and, and talk to people because, you know, sometimes they just need to know that like they're important and that they're loved. And it, it can, it can totally come from a stranger because we're really not strangers in the scope of things. Everything in this universe is connected, just like your fascia is connected to your nervous system, connected to your cardiovascular system. We're connected to the planet, like literally connected to the planet because we are made up of things in the planet connected to the solar system, to the galaxies, to the universe, to the multiverse and beyond. So we are all connected because we're all part of this earth. And um, if anybody needs a little love, we've always got a lot of love over here for you. And we do appreciate those of you that patronize us over at chemicalfreebody.com that use our products. If you haven't checked them out yet, there's a lot of cool uh, naturally occurring products over there that help with detox and nutrition. They're part of our toolkit. I've got a world-class coaching team. You guys are probably seeing the website. It keeps getting better. Uh, we have some new stuff coming out. So keep an eye for that. We'll send it out to, if you're involved in our, um, our, our newsletters and that kind of stuff that that'll be coming out always as anything new comes out and until next time, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you guys again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to the health hero show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world, and we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs>